B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. As we go into hour four, I'm live here in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. J.P. Finley is somewhere in the building. It's pretty remarkable that B's in Vegas and you got to bring us back for break. Now, in my defense, the, it was me, the Cluster Buster, and Danny Hoo and they, those guys were telling me stocks, and it wasn't IND type stuff, so I was paying attention. Um, B, we you, have packed phones. You won't phones. know if it's a good stock uh, thing, you won't go for it. No, I only you, like the bad stocks. You like I, INND. Somehow I've lost more in. money on INND. I don't even want to check. <laughs> every time I check, it's like a reverse dividend. Rather than them giving me a small amount of money every month, they just take extra money every, every mm. month. Um, lot, I, lot to discuss here, B. A lot of folks have questions for you. I guess we'll do – what do you think here, Landville? We'll do Ask B Anything, give our – Super it's Bowl a picks. Red Bull Friday, JP. It is, I, I hope you're enjoying yourself, B. Um, I am. You know, I'm a little surprised on Radio Row. Nobody's walking around just giving out booze. By it's this picked point, up again. I bet. I bet yeah. it's getting packed now. Yeah. Um, let's start with Aaron is in Suitland. Aaron, what up? Ask me much anything. Hey, brothers. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I usually listen and agree for a lot of things that JP says, but I kind of disagree with this statement I'm about to ask. B. Mitch, my question to you is, do you think that Howe has it or not? Do you think that he can play as a, as a former quarterback? Do you think that he can play and play the position? What yeah, I would I, like to see us do – okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think he can play. I think he has to improve uh, some things. The idiosyncrasies of not, not wanting to throw the ball unless the guy is wide open, that has to change. And over time, it does change. But he would have to do it quickly. Because being drafted in the fifth round, people don't give you many, many opportunities. Can I ask a question, Aaron? Okay. What did I, how sure. did I get involved in that? Because, JP, I listen to you and the way that you follow the team and everything, and you're usually on point. But I thought I heard you say that you think that they should get another quarterback and Howell is not the answer. I think Where Howell – I'll tell you my thought. I, I think Howell is a, could be a good player. I think this past year did not necessarily help him a ton. I don't know that he helped himself a ton, but I do firmly believe at number two overall with the type of prospects you have of these top three quarterbacks, whoever you like, Caleb, Drake, Jaden, whichever one you like, I think all three have a much higher ceiling than Sam. And okay, I think let me just make this one point, at JP. that position, you've got to swing off. for the fences. Three guys yeah. have better stats than how coming out of college. None of those three guys. Check it out. Vet it. That's not None true. Of them. What, which Jane one? Daniels which just one won a Heisman. <laughs> Daniels yeah. played six years. What did he play? Six years? How many years did he play in college? I said better stats. Better college stats. You, you mean like the That's compilation of statistics over three years? Correct. 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 I, I don't think that's accurate, dude. Okay. Check it out. He played six years. Check it out. I, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Well, I, I can say this. Like, I'm telling you, I think he can play the spot, but I think – they're drafting the quarterback. Daniels won the Heisman this year. Caleb won the Heisman last year. Do you really want to compare college statistics? That. Well, Caleb is about 5'11", right? He's about 5'11". For real, he's about 5'11". We don't need another short quarterback. I just only thing that I'm just saying to you is I think that Howell can play. I think that any one of the three top, the top quarterbacks that you're speaking of, put them behind our offensive line, and I don't think there's much separation so I just think that you know we should probably that first pick should be an offensive lineman and then get one of the top uh two or three uh offensive linemen in free agency can I ask a that quick question is... and Aaron sure, I appreciate sure. this call 
Did I meet you yesterday at the Vegas airport? No. <laughs> Seriously, because I had this exact conversation with a dude at the no. Vegas airport yesterday. No. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you listening, appreciate man. Thank call, you, brother. All right, guys. I, I'd like to go to to landfill for a moment, if I may. Just you know, a little reality check for my brain, which has been in a lot of places over the last five days. Landfill, what do you think about the process? of skipping quarterback with the number two overall pick to take an offensive lineman? Uh, that would be truly wild to me. Um, and just for the Sam Howell having better stats than the guys that are coming out, uh, he did throw for 200 more yards in college than Caleb Williams. He also threw for fewer touchdowns, more interceptions, and had less Heismans. Wow. I, 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 can, count the, I can count the Heismans. Daniels, one. Williams, one. Howell, zero. Yeah. Um, dude. So you said he threw for more yards, but like they had more production when it came to touchdowns. I don't think that's true. Look, I'm looking at Jaden Daniels last year. He had 3,812 passing yards with 40 touchdowns against four picks. Howell's best year was his freshman year. But what he's doing is he's adding up the whole time. Yeah, Sam Howell college. threw for 201 more yards than Caleb Williams did. In, in hey, three years, over three years. Okay. But Caleb had more wins and a Heisman. And and certainly touchdowns. Dude, Howell's freshman year, you can't – nobody's going to take a thing away from. As a freshman, he threw for 3,700 3, yards with 38 TDs and seven picks. Like, uh-huh. I like Sam as a prospect. I think, I think if Sam was in a lot of spots, he could really thrive. I just don't know that – a rebuilding Washington team is one of them. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know that this person's ever called in, but Brian, uh, there's a fellow by the name of Commander Tequila on the line. Hello, Commander <laughs> Tequila. Ask me, Mitch, anything. Hey, how you guys been doing? It's me, Raphael. Commander up, Tequila. Hey, my question is this to be, Mitch, is this. Where are you going to watch the Sunday night game at? At your home making gumbo? Or at the bar. Yeah, I want to be there. I'm going to be at the MGM watching the game. All right. I'll see you there. Thanks, All buddy. Right, kind of sounds like Commander Tequila may have already hit the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> also said he had a question about gumbo, Jeff. And then he asked Beamage where he's watching the Super Bowl. He asked him if they're going to be cooking uh, gumbo at home and watching it. I think he no. was on too much tequila, bro. <laughs> There's definitely some tequila involved. Something's going on. All right. Um, our guy Drew Cohen is on the line. What up, what Drew? Up, Drew? Hey, guys. Uh, enjoying the show today. Got Appreciate a question you. for D-Mitch. Uh, D-Mitch, you've been in the Super Bowl as a player. You've covered it a bunch of times as a, as a media personality. Where does Vegas stand as a Super Bowl host compared to other cities you've been to? That's a good-ass question. Week? I think Vegas is outstanding because they do this on a regular basis. And, I mean, they don't basically stop. But they are handling – they had all the Super Bowl coverage. They had a boxing match last night. They had – They had that big wrestling thing. They had Biden in town. They had Trump in town. They handling wrestling. They got a live golf tournament here. And there's no more traffic than I've seen anywhere else. You know, they they just have it there every year. Nah. Uh, I think New Orleans got to always get a chance because New Orleans can give you a yellow okay. Super Bowl too. 
I think. Thank Logan, you for the call, Drew. Logan has a true Louisiana guy. <laughs> but if you've been to a Super Bowl in New Orleans, you know they know how to party. I think the best, like, Vegas has the infrastructure for it. One thing I found remarkable, I was chatting with this dude yesterday at the airport. Like, so we were just so consumed by Radio Row and, and all of, like, the NFL stuff. I had to go to the stadium a couple times. I had to drive out to damn Reno, Nevada to go to the 49ers <laughs> facility, whatever. Not only was it Super Bowl, Radio Row, all the content creation, all that, they also had, like, three other conventions in town. Yes. There was, like, a data convention. There was all sorts of stuff. And Vegas might have the best infrastructure to handle all of this. Yes. Um, I think. And the rooms are right here centrally yeah. located. You don't have to be 75 miles outside. Right. You're within, what, 15, 20 miles. Everything is right here. I think, dude, if, if you told me the rotation was like Vegas, New Orleans, Miami, I think Tampa's good. I'll um, take Vegas, New Orleans, Miami all three, every three years. Let's go. Yeah, I think L.A. stays in there, but it's so spread out. It's tricky. Yeah, the um, traffic was hell. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to our guy. That was a good question from Drew. Ben is in Silver Spring. What up, Benny? Hey, guys. I got a, I got a very important question. Um, dry rub. Do you use dry rub, and when do you apply wet sauce, or do you not use wet sauce at all on your, on your ribs? Are you I, talking about what? What are you talking about with wet sauce and dry rubs, sir? Some on on while cooking barbecue. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank on, you. On your ribs. Thank you I like I like dry, and I, and I I'm actually I will let you put your own sauce on the ribs. I don't have to put it on there. Mine so is you so don't good. Put the, you don't, you don't really so you don't, like you don't the sauce on the caramelized. When I'm doing it for at my house, I I put I cook my ribs and I marinate them so much that I let you add sauce if you need it. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, could you make some ribs? I would like to eat some. Okay, I got you. All right, that was easy enough. That was easy. Thank you, man. I didn't say when though. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> thanks for your conversation. Thanks for the question, brother. Um, Greg is in Woodbridge, and I think you had a really cool. Uh, I saw your Instagram post about this. Greg, ask me, Mitch, anything? No Instagram post, but I did have a, did have a Hall of Fame question. Yes. So I'm sure you get this a lot, right? Number two all-purpose yards, you should be in the Hall of Fame. But the general consensus was kind of like, he's a returner, returners don't get in. Well, Devin Hester got in. Yeah. So does that change the thought process? I mean, you excited? Like, what? what you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I, I am – probably no more excited today for myself. I mean, I'm excited for him. And I, I think sure. it can change people. My, my, my uh, daughter actually said that yesterday, you know, because I, I congratulated Devin. I think he belongs in there. Uh, and, but I just think it, yeah. that once uh, one person get in, you may open other people's eyes because you look at uh, it took so long from Jan Stiderud for Martin Anderson to finally – or Ray Guy got yep. in. Then it took yep. some more years before they finally came back with Martin Anderson. So – I, I believe that it'll start to happen. Uh, they'll yeah. give it a little bit more respect. And uh, it, well, Darren Sproles say I'm I'm next, so I'm gonna take Darren Sproles. He's a good and one. And then D Hall right after you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, man. I got one online uh, on Twitter. This is from A Gupta, who listens to us all the time. It seems. Yep. Like. Um, he said, "I wanted to ask B Mitch if the Super Bowl is a neutral site. Why does the NFL bother to have a home and road team?" That's that's a good question. I can't tell you. <laughs> I cannot tell you, but it is absolutely true. If we're in a neutral site, it's, I guess it's just for the aesthetics or, or how how they want to 
play it, you know, but it, if it's supposed to be neutral, who cares? Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is about um, figuring out who wears what uniforms, honestly. Basically, well, just because have, flip a coin and say. I think you'd be better off just assigning it, hey, it's an, a, AFC this year, NFC next year, and just rotate. Yeah. Right? But then again, but like you said, if it's a neutral site, why care who's the home team or not? I, I don't know. Yeah. Landfill, you got something on that? that? That one got me. I don't know. Somebody's got to call a coin toss. And what, the away team calls it? Yeah, all right. I mean, but I, I does that go back to, like, Colts, Jets, Super Bowl three? How do they determine who is the home team? Mm-hmm. I think we've stumbled upon an unanswered. We've stumbled into a vortex, boys. There you go. Um, I don't know. Uh, Jeff, explain that one to me. Let's get a Jeff explains. <laughs> I do not know. Give me, your, <laughs> give me your craziest, I just took four bong hits theory. Uh, Well, like Landfill said, we need to know who's going to call a coin toss. We can't flip a coin for who's calling a coin toss. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Fred is on the line from New Market, Maryland. Hello, Fred. New Market, Maryland. Where's that? It's I, up in uh, Frederick County, B. Mitch. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I actually knew that one. Yeah. It's past Frederick a little bit, right? It's it's a little bit going actually towards Mount Area. We're a little bit uh, east of uh, of Frederick downtown. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, happy uh, Super Bowl Eve Eve, guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, brother. Question I have for you, B. Mitch. Listen, I've been thinking about this for a couple weeks. I know everybody's talking about going up to get Caleb Williams at number one and get up a ton of draft capital, which I don't think we should do. My belief is, hey, maybe one more year with Sam House, see what he can do. What do you think about moving back maybe two spots and taking the best prospect in this draft, pound for pound, Marvin Harrison out of Ohio State? If you move back and you take Marvin Harrison and you don't think you have the, let's say, the the ceiling at quarterback right now, why not try to get another one? Because, I mean, you say try one more year. What if it doesn't work? Then you're going to try to go to a quarterback next year? I think the sooner you get the guy you want, you start moving at it. Yep, I see it. But I'm just saying maybe they're not in love. If they can't get Caleb, which is going to cost a lot of draft capital, maybe get a game-breaking guy, comes from great stock. His dad was phenomenal. He's 6'4", 210 pounds, would fit this offense that we're going to employ. Be just a huge weapon for us to have and then build around that. And we have a lot of caps, you know, cap Fred, space. So, Fred, Fred, know. Fred, Fred, can I ask you a question? So, Sure. I, I don't – I don't believe you're incorrect with anything you're saying. I think there is an assumption there that they don't love one of these guys. They might very well love one of these guys, and they're trying to just play it cool. Um, they might love more than one of them. Right. Um, I almost made a joke that I'm really glad I didn't. But um, <laughs> I go back four years ago when it was like, ah, they're going to skip quarterback, take Chase Young. He's a generational talent. Obviously, right, I got to – sorry, somebody's going on hold. Is that – No. You guys heard that beeping. That wasn't just in my yeah, head. You, right? you think I, I don't, I'm not by no beeping? I didn't. That's why I put Fred on all. Oh. Sorry, Fred. The beeping was ridiculous. I did see a few things that probably need a beeper to back up. Oh, um, <laughs> I think quarterback is a position where you have to try to be, to be the best at all times. And I think look at what the Chiefs did if you need an example of that. 
I just they just askewed QB at number two four seasons ago, and, and I don't think whatever happened with Chase, if he was the right guy, if he was the wrong guy, if the injury sunk it, whatever it was, it didn't work. I don't think you could do that twice in four years. Yeah. And to the folks that are like, oh well, you know, how often are they going to draft number two again? They just did it. So I think assuming that it won't happen with some regularity is kind of silly. I'm with you on that. It just happened. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I would keep that going. Quinn is in Rockville. Quinny, what up? Uh, hey, guys. I just wanted to answer the question. So, the very first Super Bowl, of course, it wasn't called a Super Bowl at the time. It was NFL-AFL championship. But the NFL was considered the, the stronger league, so they were the home team. The Packers were the home team. And then it just alternated from there. An odd number is going to be NFC home team, and even number is going to be AFC home team. And as Landfill said, uh, somebody's got to call the, the coin flip, and it's always the visiting team. Interesting thing, though, if you go back, like the first 10 Super Bowls, the home team had to wear their dark uniforms, even if you wore white at home. Like, look at the Cowboys in Super Bowl Five; They had to wear blue, but they wore white at home. And I think the Dolphins had to wear dark one time, even though they would normally wear white at home. And I think the Steelers were the first to change that. All right. Thanks, yeah. dude. I think you, you choose you could choose the color. Well, early on you could. Yeah. Early on you what did you got if you're the homie. What did you guys wear, B? Thanks for the call, Quinn. White. You guys wore white and the Bills were wearing blue? Yeah. Does anybody know? I mean, this would take somebody that's probably older than us. What color the skins wore in all their And the one that we were in? I know I, I know you would know the one you were in. Yeah. Um what did they wear? I'm trying to think. Doug Williams, I think, was wearing white. I feel like I, think, I remember that. I think Doug, if I remember correctly, he did. What about uh, Theismann's Super Bowl? What was Riggo wearing? I think he was wearing white, right? That iconic fourth down run. Mm. I'm pulling it up. John Riggins, white jerseys. So in all the ones they won, they were wearing white. What's the What's the Joker's name from the Raiders that grabbed that interception? Jack Squirek or whatever? Mm-hmm. The, the the Super Bowl they lost, the Super Bowl that Gibbs lost. I thought his name was Jack Skyrick. Skyrick. <laughs> all right, so the Raiders were wearing black, which lead, yeah, all right. So the Raiders wore black, the Skins wore white in that Super Bowl loss. And what about so they're now 3 and 1 in white unis in the Super Bowl. What about the 72 Dolphins? That was uh, the skins lost to them. Ooh, they wore burgundy. That's the only one they were wearing burgundy, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins wore white. Mm-hmm. Now, landfill. That, sir. The Redskins were 0-1 in burgundy in the Super Bowl. 3-1 and in white in the Super Bowl. If that ain't completely useless information to store in your brain, I don't know what <laughs> is. Phone lines stay open the rest of the show. What's the one food you have to have for a Super Bowl party? Going around the room. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence, whether I'm on or off the field. If your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rude. So thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there's, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18C inverted heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D dot com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. If it ain't Rude, it ain't right. All right, folks. 
One more time, we're gonna celebrate. It is a Vodka Red Bull Friday, baby. Powered by Scotty's Handcrafted Vodka. Maryland made amazingly smooth and loved throughout the DMV. We've been talking Super Bowl all day, all week. All of our big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com. Uh, shout out a couple things here. I uh, want to shout out our boy, what's my man's name? Morgan Fishman, owner of Fishman's Natural. He just sent us a big old box of stuff, B. Um, you take baths, right? Yeah, he said, he said, I don't even know he was sending you some stuff. Yeah, he just sent a whole bunch of stuff. I don't take baths. I wish you'd start responding to the man when he sent, when he sent you uh, Bro, stuff on Instagram. I'm responding to him right now. Oh, about time. Thank you. He's only been re- reaching out to you for two, three months. Um, well, I, what, you know what? Maybe I'll give the bath balm that he sent us to somebody else because you're being a pain in the butt. <laughs> um, I'll be back in studio with you. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I got bath balm for you. <laughs> um, folks are on the line. I'll start with Professor Landini. What did you plan for the Super Bowl, Landfill? You're going to watch at home, is my guess. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, what is the one food you cannot be without on Super Bowl Sunday? I think that it's uh, fairly clear. The number one seed for Super Bowl foods is pizza. Ooh, all right. So I wrote three things down. Pizza, nachos, and wings. I think the one seed of one seeds for Super Bowl is wings. Our wings. Yeah. Is or are wings. Wings. Um, Fried I'm- hard. I like them. Well done. I, I am now craving ribs since we've been talking about ribs, but I think it's wings. B, what's your one food? Are you a wingman as I'm well? I'm wings, bro. Okay. Um, let's go to these phones. Caleb is in Chevy Chase. Caleb, one food you must have for Super Bowl Sunday. Well, I'm a um, Philadelphia refugee, so big, longtime fan of Brian's. I've been here for 25 years, and my go-to is the Philadelphia cheesesteak. And, Brian, huh. I hope you appreciate that. Now, I don't want your listeners to think, well, that's great, Caleb from Chevy Chase, but we're in the DMV. Well, I'll tell you, after 25 years, I finally found the closest thing to a legitimate Philadelphia cheesesteak. Um, my man, Bo Blair, has got a sandwich shop called Jetty's. It's hiding in plain sight, though. They call it something like the Broad Street, but you drop that thing in Center City, Philadelphia, no one would know it's from the DMV. So, Brian, interested in your reaction. You say Jetty's? Yeah. Jetty's cheesesteak. We used to get food from there, didn't we? Jetty? Yeah, there was a, the old cable station. There was a Jetty's yes. right across the yes. street in Bethesda. Yes, we used to get food from there. That, that food is real good. Yo, I, I've never gotten the cheesesteak from Jetty's. I do love that you're shouting out Bo Blair on the radio. What up, Bo? <laughs> um, Bo I'm friends with Bo. I love that dude. Um, but the sandwich I've always gotten at Jetty's is the, I don't know what they call it. Everything's some, you know, Nantucket Beach or whatever. But it's like the the day after Thanksgiving sandwich, and it's bad. When they have everything on that one sandwich, yeah. I've had that too. Um, but maybe I need to try a cheesesteak from Jetty's. I could make. I, I'm gonna go try it out. Now I, I don't. I, when I get my cheesesteak, you know, I don't like. I, I want to taste the cheese and the meat. I don't want to taste no what? all the other stuff on it because I like to. I don't like to take away from the taste. There is. And Brian, what you'll appreciate is that he uses the white American cheese. Every other quote unquote steak and cheese, they screw it up with provolone. It's a very easy fix, and it makes all the difference. By the way, I like fried onions generally. I would get it without the onions. Uh, all right. We well, definitely going to go without onions. Onions are a vile weed, Caleb. Also, <laughs> the, most places in Philly actually use cheese Whiz, though. 
Well, the, I mean, that's the famous Pats and Geno's. They'll use the cheese whiz. But most of them, the default is going to be the white American. And you can ask for whiz. Um, uh, I, I don't care for it. The white American is, is my, oh, is yeah, my that's what I like myself. All right, I appreciate you, Caleb. Thanks for the call, pal. Appreciate you, Caleb. Um, there is some irony in the fact that I hate Philadelphia but love cheesesteaks, and B. Mitch loves Philadelphia but doesn't really like cheesesteaks. I don't like to eat them like everybody else does. Like, if you just, I, like he just said, you bring me the meat and the cheese, the cheese, I'm good with that. And I like to put a little spicy sauce on it. Um, fair enough. Uh, let's go to Brian in Georgetown. One food you can't be without this weekend. Hey, what's going on, brothers? Um, Buffalo wings, obviously, period. Depending wherever you get it, I don't know. You got to have buffalo wings. Got to have buffalo wings. The rest is a toss-up. But I did want to ask Steve Mitch a question about the allow. Go ahead. I've been a fan of yours. We are the same age. I've been a fan of yours since Joe Gibbs. I always thought you were the toughest player, the smartest player, and the most humble player. I remember the Monday night football game, I believe it was, when you came in and played quarterback. So here it is. We talk about Brock Purdy. How would he have done in our line this year as a Redskins? How would he have played so behind the, the Redskins line this year? Thank you, Brian. Go ahead. I, I think he would have played better than what people think because what he does, he, he, he defines what's happening on defense. And he gets rid of the ball quickly. It's not like he just stands back there all day. He is throwing people open. I, and I think people have to understand, like, listen, man, I know there are a lot of people that love Sam and you're arguing for him. But if he had to let the ball go some more, he probably would have had a, a much better year and things would have looked would have gone a lot better. Well, be, when, Jaco- when Jacoby came in the game and you saw that ball coming out of his hand quickly, that offense was ran how it's supposed to be run. You can't be patting the ball, trying to reverse out, and not letting it go and then say that, oh, well, the offense was stagnant. No, he wasn't making a quick enough decision. If you believe in the advanced metrics, the Skins off- the commander's offensive line was better this year than it was last year. Yes. And I-, I know from what I saw, the interior line play, Gates was bad early, but the guard play this year was way better than last year. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people want to just be like, oh, their, their line was terrible. That That's why Sam went down so much. Some of that was on Sam, man. Yeah. And, and, but, like, the thing of it is, when you're pointing out facts, people want to act like you're knocking. I'm not knocking him saying he's horrible. I'm saying you have to release that ball a lot sooner than he was doing it. And he wouldn't have taken some hits. He wouldn't have taken some sacks. You can't wait till a guy is completely uncovered to deliver a football. You throw a guy when, that a lot of times. You go back and watch some Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, and I'm not trying to compare him to Joe Montana. But watch when the ball is released. Jerry is still running away. Jerry hits the spot and turns, and the ball is right there. The defender can't make a play on it. The pass you saw Pat Mahomes throw to Kelsey, that back shoulder, down low. That ball wasn't thrown once. It was thrown while Travis was still running away from him. You have to be able to throw guys open, and he did not do that well at all. And this is not a knock. It's just a point where he, he he's at in his career where he had to take that step. Terry is in Fredericksburg. Terry, one food you must have this weekend. Hey, how you doing, guys? Love the show. Good, good man. Appreciate uh, you. Yeah. Uh, every year for the Super Bowl, I make pulled pork sandwiches. Homemade pulled pork, pork butt on the smoker for eight hours, pull it, 
make some homemade uh, uh, coleslaw, put that on top. Love it, man. Homemade macaroni salad. That sounds awesome. Oh, that sounds um, good. <laughs> I like that. Leadville, will you make some pulled pork? Thank you for the call, bro. Appreciate it. I will not make some, but if anybody wants to share, I'll happily eat it. I, too, <laughs> I too won't make any, but would happily eat it. Um, we got more callers. If you want to lock it up, and we can take these guys that are on there. Um, B, what's your one food you have to have for Super Bowl? Did you tell me that already? Wings. Wings? Yeah. How are you making wings these days? You smoking them, grilling them, frying them? I smoke them. I, 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 I slow smoke. I put them on the grill, and at times I'll fry it. But they're always going to be good, Jay. Dude, Always. the air fryer for me, I used to grill all my wings. Uh-huh. And now, dude, the air fryer has revolutionized wing making in the Finley household <laughs> because they get nice and crispy, dude. Um, yeah. I don't got all the grease. I legit don't know what my family has. I don't know what we're doing for Super Bowl. Maybe I'll come to MGM with UB, depending on what's going on over there. Bees was also supposed to come in studio today. I haven't even heard from him. So hopefully he's... He's probably hopefully, some... hopefully he made it back. My guess is he's <laughs> sleeping. Um, he more than likely is. Jeffrey, what's the one food you have to have on Sunday? Hopefully it's something weird. Well, because everyone already said wings, I'm going to go with Rotel dip. The Rotel dip got to be good. It got to be – it don't even have to That's be – That's like the queso with tomatoes in it kind of? With tomatoes and beef. Spicy tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. You gotta just, have that. That's like my baked bean recipe, right? You just buy the can and nah, dump it in a bowl. <laughs> Jay, nah, Jay, don't, you don't, don't no, disrespect don't, people dip like that. Nah. What all makes the Rotel dip? There's a can that says Rotel. They season the beef. They cook it together in a pot. They add different things. They don't, they don't just, just open it, it up and, and, heat it up. <laughs> and heat it up. That is my baked bean recipe, sir. We know. Uh, Jay, Jeff is in Centerville. Jeff, what's one food you got to have this weekend? Hey, guys, a shout-out to everybody. Do a great job. I can only live with one food, red skin peanuts. Really? What the hell does that mean? Well, well, the red skin peanuts, the peanuts with the red skins on it. They call them the red skin peanuts. I I don't think I've ever heard of those. I've seen them. I know he's talking about them. I didn't know they called them. They still... Well, there's a, there, I'll, I'll, I'll get some, send them to you. The Redskin Peanuts. They come from Virginia Diner down in Suffolk. I've heard right, of Redskin Potatoes, and I've seen when red pistachios have a red shell. Redskin Peanuts, I'll send them to you guys. I This will make my day, because I'm up at B. Mitch in the Ville, so I'll make sure there's a, a case of them uh, for, for B. Mitch and uh, Finley and Landfill and Jeff. Appreciate it, I Jeff. Appreciate you, brother. I, uh, I like peanuts. I'm I'm interested in redskin peanuts. Thank you. All yeah. right, I'm hanging up. Thank you, Jeff. Last one, Carlos in Severna Park. One food you gotta Notes. have for a Super Bowl party. Man, listen, you got pizza, you got wings, you, you got all that stuff. But you, what you really need in your Super Bowl life is pupusas, the mother of all dishes. Pupusas. It will change your life. Uh, JP, Loaf, are you El Salvadorian? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, nobody. He got to bring them, them up here one yeah, day. Yeah, he needs to bring some to Bro, us, dog. El Salvadorians love pupusas more than Wes Moore loves Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no, 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 no. That ain't possible. Everything. <laughs> Our guy. Oh, boy. Um, thank you, Los. Appreciate you. Our guy, Steven Taylor, um, via Twitter, says seven-layer dip. Rosenberg also said seven-layer dip. I love seven-layer dip. 
quickly before we make our Super Bowl picks, can we name what constitutes these seven layers? Beans. Beans. One. Cheese. Cheese, two. I think sour cream's involved. I was going to say sour cream. Sour cream is in it. But you have more than one layer of cheese, don't you? Lettuce. There's definitely guacamole. Uh, You're saying lettuce? That's five. I think tomatoes are salsa a layer. or something. Yeah. Uh, rice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that we can get all seven. Landfill, you got anything? No. Um, seven layers is way too many layers for a dip. Refried beans, sour cream, guacamole, salsa, cheese, tomatoes, olives. Oh, olives. I hate the olives on top. Those like, like sliced olives. black olives. Olives are great. By olives the way. is. I, I'm, uh, I love olives. Man, but don't not, hate on olives. What's wrong with y'all? I like olives. I like black calam or brown Kalamata olives. I cannot put an olive in my mouth at all, bro. Pause. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Listen, I love getting to a Super Bowl party. You got all kind of friends and family around. You get a chance to talk a little trash. Then also you can make a bet. You try to go with the anytime touchdown. There are so many playmakers on either team. You make that bet, I'm going to guarantee you some money if you pick the right people. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with the W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, anytime touchdown I'm talking about, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, the president of Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> when yo go oh, on, I say, ooh, I'm blinded by the light. All right, folks. If you're driving around this weekend like many of you will be. Yes. Look, you're going from a party at Denton's house to a party at Jeff's house to a party at Landfill's house. You can listen to the game, all the big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan, presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Jeff, don't worry. It doesn't mean smokeless like you're thinking. Smokeless is not a bad thing in this situation. Um, I got a text from somebody that knows things. We we did make a big mistake, boys. What happened? Um, the one seed for Super Bowl parties, Beer. Not wings, not pizza. You, you not said nacho. food. That's beer true. is not food. Um, beer is not drinks. food. That's beer is liquid. Food. I was going to say, that's debatable because I've yeah. been to a lot of Super Bowl parties without beer. Yeah, when you were nine? No. Like, well, even growing up, most of I, my peoples drink alcohol. Liquor. Okay. Beer slash liquor. But I, you uh, didn't say that. You asked us about food. Stallion's here. That kid hadn't eaten in a week. Um, we need to make some picks, dude. We'll... we'll Figure out, heard it here first, and make our official Super Bowl picks right now. All righty. All righty, Jeffrey. 
All righty, JP, you are the winner for her to hear first. Let's go. Yeah. How is he the winner? Yo, the VMI cover last what, night? What you mean? How did how is he the winner? He only got one thing. Yeah, man. Wrong I was three week. and one this week. I'm three and one too. No, because B definitely went to bed earlier than 135 yesterday. That's not true. We can conclude he went over. I did. He, he he Ben said he said it during the uh when we were getting ready. This yeah. is a lie. I, how much <laughs> meat did you consume last night, B? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, answer that one, Brian. To be totally honest with you, I had last night, I did not eat any beef. I had salmon, and they had this damn rice dish that was unbelievable. I had salmon in that like four or five times. I forgot Beamish likes fish. He does like fish, and at a lot of these parties, mm-hmm. it's tough to like sit down and eat a Plus, steak. he was going for glamour shots, if I had known that. <laughs> He's not going to eat a 15-ounce steak before going and... and- Be- what has the reaction been to your glamour video now that we posted it on the internet? I didn't know y'all posted it. How many people have commented on B Mitch's butt shot? To, that to he, be honest with you, they actually just walk. It's like a this thing was set up like a a, a a hallway, and they had all these lights, and they just want all the players when you come in to the party, you go into it. It's just content for the NFLPA. Here's here's a difference. B Mitch got to make a glamour video. At one point, I had to spend about ninety minutes in a trailer. So it was a bit of a different week. All right. <laughs> Super Bowl picks now. Chiefs. Chiefs. Are you going to pick Landfield? I'm thinking, B. I, I guess I'll say the Chiefs. Oh, Lord. I feel that... like the Niners are going to win, but I got to say the Chiefs. You know what You know what I'm doing then? You're zagging. You're zagging. Damn right I'm zagging. Yep. That means that the, the 49ers are definitely going to lose. <laughs> I Listen. There is no reason to take the Niners, except the whole world is taking the Chiefs, and somehow the Niners are favorites. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. The best two players in this game both play for Kansas City. But after that, Niners are pretty loaded. I can't wait to find out. We'll be back Monday morning breaking it all down. Thank you. What, B? I say, yep, you're right. Um, Safe travels to you, dude. I might see you Sunday. I might not. We'll see. Um, Get some rest. Enjoy tonight. Thank you to everybody that joined the program. I'm going Thank to the Liquid IV place. I, yo, Liquid <laughs> IV and a nap might help you out, man. Uh, thank you to Jamal Lewis. Thank you to Maryland Governor Wes Moore. Thank you to Brad Edwards. Thank you, everybody that called in. Thank you to everybody that called, listened, watched, whatever the hell we did. Grant and Danny coming your way next. Happy National Pizza Day. You made it this far. I owe you beer.